You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Mustard, he's Robbie Earl, and here are the topics from week 33 of the Premier League. Manchester City go back to the top of the table and Erling Haaland ties the record for Premier League goals in a season. Liverpool and Tottenham play up an absolute thriller at Anfield. Manchester United hold off. Hold on at Old Trafford, beating Aston Villa 1-0. Newcastle United beat bottom of the table, Southampton 3-1, and some key results in the relegation battle. That's what we've got coming up in today's episode. And before we get into the football musty, our announcement to make, the Premier League is coming to the US this summer. Get ready for the first ever Premier League pre-season tournament with six clubs in five East Coast cities. Aston Villa, Brentford, Brighton, Chelsea, Fulham and Newcastle United. We'll play in Atlanta, New Jersey, Orlando, Philadelphia and Maryland. The action kicks off on July 22nd. Tickets are now available. And for more information, head over to www.premierleague.com forward slash summer series. You'll grab all your information there. You'll get to know about tickets and it'll be unique. It's the first time that this series has been in the US. So if you're going to be on the East Coast and you're a Premier League fan, you need to go to the website. Okay, my friend, summer series done, and we're looking forward to that in the summer. But right now, Manchester City took a big stride towards five titles in six seasons, three straight title Mm. wins, in a not overly convincing, but a win is a win. Eight straight now in the Premier League. 2-1 win away to Fulham. No Kevin De Bruyne in the team, which was a bit of a shock. They're saying he wasn't fit enough um, to, to be part of the squad. Uh, and the headlines are Erling Haaland hits 34 Premier League goals, 50 in all competitions, and Manchester City roll on to the top of the table first time since mid-February. Over to you, my friend. Well, not much else to add. Not much to say. No, um, I think we all expected this, didn't we? And, and of course, the, the recent performances and Arsenal's kind of capitulation mm. has, has meant that we all feel that City will take over the top. They've taken over now by, by a point. They've got a game in hand. Um, again, this is one in that window when there's four games going on at the mm. same time. You had a closer eye on yeah. it than I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, when you look at the lineup, Rib Mahrez comes in, Julian Alvarez comes in and scores a, a brilliant, brilliant goal. I mean, that, it was, a, you said it, oh. you know, it was a Kevin De Bruyne type of, of strike. Uh, it reminded me of a, is a blast from the past for you. It reminded me of a Matt Letizia type of. Top of strike. Yeah, yeah. Where he bends it and he dips it all the way in there. So, really good goal from him. I mean, Erlen Haaland will, will lap up the penalties, Rob. I mean, yeah. he'll lap up those. And uh, 34 goals now, isn't it? Which is yep. tied. It's tied for the most in a Premier League season, season ever. That's the 42 game because season, there was by a the few, way. There was a few seasons back in the Premier yeah. League at the early days. It was mm. 42 games. Um, 
you know. Incredible numbers. Just so, yeah, I, I, there's, there's going to be no stopping him. Unless something crazy happens, unless he gets a, let, something let, happens injury-wise, he's going to break the record. And... Let's start, okay. Um, we opened the show today, and, and I think we both felt it was time. Mm. We give a little bit of credit to City. We haven't talked about them enough. There's all the, the focus has been on Arsenal, whether they'll win it, whether they'll bottle it, and whatever happens from here on in. But we talked about Manchester City. We talked about possible treble. Um, with the Champions League and the FA Cup. We talked about, you know, three straight wins, in, 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 could be three straight title wins, which was done in the past with Manchester United. Maybe history do, doesn't serve well in that. We maybe don't remember how dominant United were, but we played in those teams, Rob. played against the, the treble winning, winning team. Um, they used to beat us, Manchester United, there with the skill, with their speed, with their physicality, with their will, which was driven by the manager. But, but this football looks to me to be at a slightly different level. The, the challenges and the options that, that Pep Guardiola brings to a game, Rob, Marco Silva must be, like, you're wondering, what's he going to do today? I, I can see the team, and it looks like maybe a 4-4-2-ish with Alvarez underneath Haaland and, and Mares and Grealish White, but he'll do something. And what he did today was he, he threw John Stones into midfield at times, which mm. we've seen. Yeah. Gundogan can Changed go on again. as a second day, and, and that's, that's, the, that's the threat you've got to deal with today. Every time you play City, the opposition have to think, not only are they good players, not only are they on run, but there's going to be something that's going to try and blindside us. Is that, is that, is, is that his unique stress? Yes. Is that his kind of... I think, I think that's, that's the main reason why his domestic competitions, mm. his teams absolutely dominate. And you sort of think on the back of that, my goodness, they're so good. They, they make it look so easy in Spain and in Germany and England that they go on and win the Champions League, which hasn't obviously happened. Yeah. But the reason, I think, is because of that, Rob. If I'm a manager of an opponent, right, and I've got Man City twice yeah. in a season, yeah. and, you, and you watch them play, because they've got so many different ways of playing, I feel like if, if, there's Man, if Man City played the same way, the same tactical shape all the time, yeah. then if I'm a coach of an opponent team, it's like, all right, we know what they do. We can, we, we've got a little plan to figure yeah. it out. But because yeah. they've got two or three probably three definite game plans. Mm. You don't know what you're getting. Yeah. So the game, the space taken available in, in the midweek sessions, mm-hmm. you got, what, a couple, two or three days to think yeah, about to it work, and to work yeah, with the work team. Out, yeah. Now, if, you, if you're not sure they're going to play, you can spend every day yeah. getting ready for something and they throw something different, different at you. Yeah. You know, the last game against Arsenal, Rob, wasn't it? We were talking about how probably someone's going to come into midfield. It didn't happen. No, It no. didn't happen. It was totally no, different. Back, De Bruyne yeah. plays alongside Arnold mm. and, it, and it's so... So that's a difficulty. That's why teams sometimes rob a little bit beaten. It wasn't today. Fulham no, were not beaten no, before Fulham, it started. Fulham had a decent go. But it just shows again. you how difficult it is. Just, you know what? You just said something about the treble, yeah? Fun fact for you, a question for you. So Manchester United mm. won the treble. Had an amazing season in 1990. Middlesbrough. Oh, he's got it before I even ask that question. You, you, you the got, last team that beat... I think we were the last team that you beat You did that in the pandemic, they, and I've got, you know I've got a memory uh, to, to die for. he's got incredible memory. Yeah. Um, so Middlesbrough, the last team to beat him. I think we were the last team to beat him in that season or something. I don't know. But it was something about it. And uh, let, 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 me, let me ask you a little bit. So, so let's just go down this road a little bit. Because it, it, it isn't... Listen, City haven't won it yet. And people will yeah. say, you know, title, the, the title still maybe has got... A, a twist or two. They weren't at the brilliant best today, and Fulham got, got back into the game and had a couple of looks at, at goal, and there were a couple of penalty shouts that didn't go Fulham's way, but could have, it could have, could have ended up 2 2. All, all being said, you know, City always looked to, to have the class. But I want to go down a sl- another slight route uh, with you, Musty, between now. So, six more Premier League games to play, three possibly in the Champions League if, if they go through, beat Real Madrid in the semi final. So, two semi finals in the final. 
and one FA Cup. Do we sense between now and the end of the season, it's interesting with, with, with Sir Alex during that time, and I can't quite remember all that's happening, but might we see some rotation? Might we see a well, little... Yeah, what, so, what do you mean? And, and by rotation... Yeah, they, they, they always rotate. Yeah, but, but what, rotate. I, what I'm saying is, might we see... So, could Haaland, all of a sudden, if they get to the final, maybe not play uh, a, a game or two in the Premier League because of... We've got a Champions League final. I get the chance to rest him. You know, Foden's just coming back in the picture. I'm thinking, might, Jack, might he go to Jack? Have a couple of weeks now, Jack. Get ready for the, you know. I, I might might we just see that. a little bit? I'm asking the question only yeah. that there's quality to face quality. It's not like I'm bringing in inferior. I'm bringing in quality players, quality operators. Yeah. Does it give me the opportunity to take a little rest and breather? Or is it like, let's keep it on. Let's keep this thing going. Well, from, from what we know now, we know mm. a fair bit about Pep Guardiola and his teams and stuff. But for what I feel I know about it, yeah. I feel like Pep goes on the training ground mm. and, he, and he assesses his team and his group right there. For the next game, say it's in two days' time. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's looking at them um, and players that might look a little tired. Kevin De Bruyne obviously wasn't yeah. ready for yeah, this game. Yeah. No, I don't think there's any big injury. Mm. But Pep looks at his team every single day on the training ground and sees who's up for it. I think Jack, Jack Grealish is that bubbly personality mm. That's young. He's very, very fit. Yeah, he's durable, play, he? yeah. and Pep's mm. like, he looks great. Yeah. He's always going to play. So, so yeah. I don't think, and I think they've always done that. There's mm. been a little bit of rotation. Yeah, Erlen Haaland's got a little bit season, sore. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make a couple of changes there. So mm. I think he'll continue exactly the same way. Yeah. So if if Erlen Haaland, I, I just don't think you see it, Rob. There's been other it's times where, where well, do you know point. what I mean? Like, it's a good point, there's been yeah. League Cup yeah. games. Like, well, why didn't you rest De Bruyne or Haaland? I think he looks them train. If they look in good fettle, mm. they look fit and healthy, I think he just plays them. It's a good point because it actually takes me back to pre the game against Arsenal. I think it was about a week before the game and somebody said to him, you know, who's in better shape? You were playing every three or four days or Arsenal were playing now yeah. week to week. Yeah, and he, he said, said, I'd rather have the match rhythm. Yeah. I'd rather my team be on a run and keep playing and we keep our stands and we keep going. Because they don't need to train. Yeah. They don't need to yeah, train They'll be a little training, They're they? so be grooved in all their different yeah. two or three different systems. They don't need to. Yeah. Well, I would say, Rob, and I'll throw a question at you before we move on from it. Mm. I still think City are not going to win every Premier League game. Yeah, there's a game uh, missing. There something. is there's a game. game there's, a, there's a. I mean, they weren't brilliant again. And, and, and I we, we, we watched the game, Rob. And yeah, we were like, Fulham can nick a couple it. Of, they can nick a couple point. Of, That's couple two points shoot. dropped. Yeah. Now, now it wasn't you, an Arsenal. You were looking weekend. at Brentford and Brighton, aren't you? Possibly, is the two away the games at the end? The last but two, even two so, games of the season. They've lost against. They've already lost against Brentford once this season. Yeah. I just feel like I'm as much, I'm as much unexpectant of Arsenal. Because I think City will drop points. I just don't know whether I think Arsenal they'll win out in win the league out. From, from here. They've got some tough games with yeah. Newcastle next, haven't they? I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they keep getting it done, but I do yeah. think there's a little, not a wobble, but I think there's a poor result. Yeah, yeah, maybe poor result, poor half a game. And that and might it give could Arsenal a little sniff. I just could, don't could think they're going to be there to, to take advantage. No, but uh, as ever, the opportunity was there. City take it, the win 2 1. No De Bruyne, but Haaland gets his 34 Premier League goal. City move to the top of the table. And we'll see if they can now stay there through till May the 28th. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Let's move it on, my friend, to one of the games of the weekend, you'd have to say. Uh, seven goal thriller at Anfield. Liverpool come flying out the traps 3 0 up. Um, Spurs get a goal just before half-time, 3-1. Ryan Mason, whatever he says, it works. He sends his team out two minutes before Liverpool are out. Get out there and get it sorted. They do. They have a go. Eventually, they get to 3-3 with Richarlison. And then a minute later, Jugo Jota comes up. Dagger in the heart. Pulled hamstring for the manager. Three points for Liverpool. That might be my favourite piece this weekend, is, is Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> I think he sprinted over to the... To the fourth official, wasn't I don't think he did it then. I think he, he turned, turned over. He? he turned and he ran away and slowed down a little bit, and that's when he, he went down and grabbed his. <laughs> got to do your stretches. Got to do oh, your stretches. Amazing. Jürgen. amazing. Um, Let's talk about this game because there's quite a lot to talk about, about in this, isn't there? There's a lot, a lot to talk about. And of where course, are we going to start? Liverpool. Well, I, I know exactly where I want to start. Go on. Then. I want to start, and it, and, it, and it got, I got nudged on it on social media. You know, we'll check our social media. You know, I'll check it at, mm. at the end of the day or sometimes. And there's a Spurs fan coming on and say, saying to me, "Whatever Spurs are doing." Whatever they're doing, their preparation, they've got to rip it up and do something different. Mm. Whether they're staying overnight, whether they're having pretty much lunch at a certain <laughs> time, whether they're, whatever, whatever, whenever they're meeting before mm. they go to the game, whatever they're doing, whatever they're doing in preparation, preparation for a game, they've got, they got to change it. Yeah. Because the starts they're making are absolutely shocking mm. and not in keeping with what they can potentially do. Now, yeah. that, that every goal, Rob, and, and we had such a quick day today, yeah, there was so much yeah. going on, Every goal that Spurs conceded was a pretty basic error. I'll go, let's go backwards. I mean, Lucas Moore, fair play. Like he, he comes on as a wing back. A strange decision to play the ball back inside, but Jota yeah, goes through and, Jota, and finishes yeah, off really, really, really well. Yeah, You've got Christian Romero. I, I kind of like him, Rob, because yeah, he is aggressive. He's, he's, he's but bits he, to he's like. Really, he's bits, he's, he's really a, rash. He needs, really yeah, rash yeah. for that one. You had Eric Dyer that didn't track a runner on Pin, Cody Gakpo but, yeah. that, that plays a little give-and-go or he gets a little ball in behind and he just lets him get goal side. Darwin, you, um, Luis Diaz scores Luis that Diaz, one. Yeah. And then you get the first one with Pedro Porro mm. and we highlighted it on our, on our, our replay that you're meant to cover as a full-back, uh, centre-back, you're meant to kind of come, cover over and be close. Mm. But he's right there. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's Where Romano's right there yeah. on Mo Salah, is it? Is uh, it's Diaz. Uh, I think it was Mo Salah in the centre. But anyway, yeah. whoever it was, yeah. he's come right across yeah. and left Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones on his own on so the they, outside. So they were, th- what, what is it, four, <sighs> wasn't it? Four really avoidable goals. Yeah. So Three in back, the first back, 15 back minutes. Back the start, Robert. Yeah. Is there, is there something that Spurs are doing in preparation for a game that's um, set them off in a terrible you know what? I think I think that gives them an out, by the way. Oh, yeah, the, the pre-match meals we are eating up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, let's get to the bottom of this. That's about, Rob, that's about your, your mental preparation... That's about your team, yeah, it, Africa. It, it, That's about, like, a couple of times in the tunnel back in the day, I used to grab the boys together and go, hey, hey, come on, we're, we're, we're away at Newcastle. We've got to be ready for this. Come, you get people going, you, you give them a little dig, you, you wind people up, you go out with a, a roar and a, 
that's what happened. That, that's nothing to do with whether I'm, I'm sleeping overnight. That's nothing with my pre-match meal. That's nothing to do with that. Those, those basic errors, those, that lack of start and fight, absolutely eliminates um, Spurs from the game. You give a top six team. You give a. a, a Why are they a big, doing it? Then? You give a big. They, they, they just not. They just not. They're not. They're not tuned in. They're not tuned in. And why not? Yeah, they're not well, tuned that's what I'm in. Should they do if something that, different? If Pep Guardiola's in charge of that team, they don't start that game like that. Well, so his preparation might be different to what they're doing. Well, now, maybe the preparation, but it, it's just the, when his team. Pep Guardiola does at half time. There's a great shot if anybody gets to San Francisco. At half time in the Fulham game, and the Fulham tunnels at the top end of the thing, and you have to go all the way across yeah. the pitch. Pep Guardiola at half time, Rob, but just before they're coming out, grabs all these players and starts going through one of you. We've seen Pep with the hands in there. Now at this point, I don't know what he's saying. He might not be saying anything, but guess what he's doing? He's bringing everybody's attention, focus, and he was almost focus, like focus, focus. focus. Yeah. with 2-1. This game and done. Da, 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 da. And they're the champions. So Spurs, who are looking to try and get to, to some consistency, Rob, have to have something. And you made an interesting point, and, and, and it was one of them where I, and, and I didn't disagree, you said, look, look at them at 2-0 or 3-0 down. Who's the one who's, who's gearing them? Who's that guy who's firing them up? And you said, it's not Harry. I don't think it's Harry's personality. He's not a, a fist-pumping... I, I just wanted somebody to... Correct. Him. It's probably going to be Hoiberg I look at, as, as possibly. Yeah. Maybe Romero could be, because he's that personality. But... What we're saying is, there isn't one of them either. And I'm not saying you have to be a, a Roy Keane. So but some, Yeah, but it? somebody around that group has to instigate the fight. Instigate the fight. Instigate the... Focus, are, motivation, yeah, determination, yeah. Come desperation. On. Let's give this 15, 20 minutes. Because if, if Spurs cook out of the 15, 20 minutes of a game, by the way, they'd be in it. Did they beat Liverpool today? Let's forget all about that side of it, right? I'm going <laughs> to... Okay. Right, no, just because I want to get onto the, the details here. Yeah. Now, when my first reaction to this game, and of course the game's finishing up and I'm, mm. I'm thinking what I want to say, and we saw a ton of great attacking players great. in this game, great. scoring goals, yeah. right? And you can yeah. include Spurs' as players as well in that. Yeah. Defensively, not good enough. And I want to get specific here. Spurs? Right, let's get specific. Well, we've, done, we've been there. Let's go. So... The first player I go to me is Eric Dyer. Yeah. We, now, why, why, I'm, why I'm doing this again is because Jose Mourinho, Antonio Conte, is continue, continue to pick Eric Dyer and Ben Davis in mm, a back three. Mm, Christian Romero is mm. a newer signing. We know he's a little bit rash. Yeah. Pedro Porro is a new signing. It, if Spurs want to change how they start, how they defend, they've got to change the personnel defensively, haven't they? Um, and Ben Davis and, okay. and Eric Dyer. If I'm manager, if, if I yeah. all right, well, you, if, I, if I'm manager of that football club, if mm. I come in they, yeah. they, and I go yeah. in and I, and I go in there, I'm pulling in Ben Davis. I'm pulling in Eric Dyer, and I'm saying, um, I'm sorry, but 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 we're listening to offers for you too. Okay, I hear because you because I feel that's I feel strongly that that centre back needs to be massively upgraded because. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes you don't realise the mistakes those guys are making consistently. They've conceded, uh, uh, like, what is it? It's 60. It's, they've conceded, sorry, let me get here, 53 goals. Yeah, yeah. This is, by the way, before the weekend. Before the weekend. So yeah, let's get to the... 56, isn't it? It's 57 goals conceded. I'm going down the league table. Yeah, you my go, goodness, you're going my down goodness. to Bournemouth. You're going down to Bournemouth, the Bournemouth. third team. Yeah, it's the so team. You've got to address They're bottom half team. Okay, I get it. I've got a slight different issue, and, and, and I might pull you up on this one. So, the back four that goes to Newcastle, that, that Stellini, terrible back four, right, by the way. Well, he, he, went, he went terrible back four. Yeah. yeah, back four. 
Poro and Persich are wing backs, not yeah. f- not full backs. Right. They don't know the full back role, mm. as you saw today with Poro. Can't defend in the four stick. But I would look at and Eric Dyer is a great example because we've we've done the we've done the the, the Dyer a bit like uh, Harry Maguire and why we keep asking why do we keep asking the same question season after season is Eric Dyer good enough? I would point to Tyrone Mings as, as a kind of quite good example of no, haven't it? No, just let, let me go. Let, let me go I will, I will. in terms of. Different system, different manager, different protection. We've seen players look different. These players under, under Eric Ten Hag, who, who didn't look anything like this. These players un, under Unai Emi, who didn't look... These players under Eddie Howe, these players under Eddie right. Howe at Newcastle, who didn't look anything like this. So players can be changed by know, good coaching and a system that suits. What I'm saying about Eric Dyer is... The system that Spurs play, and this is the bit I would, I would I'd probably say to, to Ryan Mason, and probably Ryan Mason hasn't got enough time, this system doesn't work for Spurs. That is the bottom line. This, this system has to have three centre-backs who are solid, wing-backs who know the role, who can play right, times as right. five and at times as push forward, and then your midfield and your attack who counter-attack and hurt you. The second part of what Spurs do, counter-attack in the field, is perfect. Spurs still have got a top... Four or certainly a top six front line. Definitely. Back half of the pitch, it's it's just above relegation defensively in terms of sound, and the numbers prove that. But, but, so uh, can we change you, the system, or can we change, or can somebody else come in and look at it different? I agree. I agree with the second half of that that statement, but I still and I think it's a really interesting. It's a good point about Tyron Mings and can a manager yeah. change a player enough to be an effective player within the correct system? Correct. Right? Now. And I, and I agree on Tyron Mings, but I can't. I can't agree on Eric Dyer, Rob, because... We've seen good Dyer, Rob. We have seen good Dyer. We've seen I can't good Dyer agree for a little because bit. Natural, his natural talents, in my opinion, are not... Are not, they're not they're, it doesn't align with a top four, top six defender. Now, what he's good at is mm-hmm. getting the ball and spraying mm-hmm. it around. He's yeah. really good at those long diagonal balls, but not dominant in the air, not, nowhere near quick enough, not good enough on a 1v1 defender and positionally gets caught out and a little, you know, today, you know, not a little lazy tracking, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know tracking. what you mean. His, so his instincts are good, with, are they? What I'm trying to say, I'll summarise it. Even with a, with a different manager that, that does, does things with, very with differently. With a better partner? I still with a better yeah, partner? Whatever, however you want to dress it up. I still don't think he's naturally got enough gifts Listen, I'm not as a, a defending yeah, player. I don't disagree. I'm trying to make an argument yeah. for, for, for... Because players do can, change. People can do. change into different systems and different, different managers. Man- I mean, how many has he had? Yeah. How many managers has he had? Yeah, he's so. had good defensive managers. Yeah, it's a good point um, from the defensive point of view. So, yeah, let's switch to Liverpool. Let's switch to them and, yeah. and, and, and pros yeah. and cons and goods and bads. I mean, not, Look, oh, the 20 minutes... You start off... No, no, you start because you, you, you did a nice piece on, 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 on the change of system that in, includes Trent... Yeah. And we saw it play out for 20 yeah. minutes in the game, mate. He yeah. ran, he totally ran the game. Yeah. Kevin De Bruyne like. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's obviously something different. And that's something that Liverpool are working on. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't, this is something they're definitely thinking about continuing for next season. Yeah. Oh. It's copy, it's a copy of Man City and mm-hmm. how they do things. And by the way, other teams are doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah. It definitely takes advantage of Trent's world-class passing. Um, it puts more responsibility on Ibrahima Konate to, to get across there. Right side, so yeah. in, in the right environment, when Liverpool are on it and they're trying mm. to play, they have an extra man in midfield and, and that worked out tremendously well for them. His yeah. passing, his assist, he crosses for the first goal. But to be fair, Rob, 
That's why this isn't a slam dunk. No. You know, this isn't no. going to solve all their problems. No, no. Because there are downsides to it. Mm. And when you start giving the ball away and there's transitions, yeah. then Trent is in, a, in an awkward position, position. to get like a, yeah. and help. Yeah. Um, and there was one play where Kanate goes in, in, gets drawn in. So that's Trent out of it. Yeah. He gets drawn in, and the ball goes in behind him. It's a wing-back Perisic that goes through for the it goal. It was a goal. It was Harry, so, so Harry Kane's there, goal, yeah. There's, yeah. there's an yeah, element still got to work risk and reward out, with it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just throwing it back to you, Rob, like, so, so there's positives for Liverpool. Yeah. All the yeah. four players now yeah. looking great. Look mm. at the score sheet. All, all the, you know, Big boys have got goal, getting goals. Um, but in this game, have we also seen, we've, we've talked about Spurs, are we also seeing why in this game, why yeah. Liverpool yeah. are not top four already? Absolutely. They're not, they're not, they're not yeah. because they, 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 they haven't got the balance right of attack and defence and another good example of almost thrown away situation that looks so comfortable for them. I wrote a note, Rob, and, and it was like before the game had started, and it was like, who's not at the best is best. And it's like two teams who are not at the best. But the best of Spurs and the best of Liverpool, Liverpool are better. But, but if Liverpool and I say aren't Liverpool quite... are a little bit, a little closer to their best than yeah, Tottenham. Yeah, they are. But it was, and that's what played out today in the end. But but Liverpool can be so much better, and will have to be so much better if they're going to think about going back to title to challenge uh, the Man Cities of the world. And Spurs, if they want top four, if they want Champions League football, if they want to start closing the gap, have to address their issues. And it's, it's funny, Rob, because Trent Alexander is a great example of what I think Jurgen Klopp's doing with Trent, and he's talking about, I think, it's five assists in his last five Premier League games now. Yeah, and that. Five or six. Of what, what, what he's doing is, he's saying to Trent, stop worrying about the things you don't do well. Show me, do the things you do well, and I'll I'll, I'll make right. up for that. Right. I'll put in. Uh, can, can yeah, Robinson's got to be. I'll, I'll twit the team yeah. to to get all the good bits of you, and I kind of feel that's a team thing for both these teams. Like the good bits of, of Liverpool and the good bits of Spurs are, are obvious with with their attacking, with their threats, but they've got to address the things that they're not good at, Rob, and and that's from Liverpool defensively, and then you know about their press, and the, you talked about the. Gagnon press that, that Klopp wants yeah, back, it, and, it, and that's yeah, a big thing for next season. Yeah. From Spurs' point of view, I think Spurs have to review, with this group and profile of players, am I getting, am I getting the best out of? Because I don't, th- I don't think the three-at-the-back system with the wing-backs, the way they play it, not having the ball... I, I wrote another note with, with Spurs. They're the only big six team in the league who prefer the opposition to have the ball, who don't particularly want the ball. So it makes it even harder for them to win games, Rob, because if the opposition are really good, they're not going to make the mistakes. You're not going to get the turnovers. Can I I end this with one name? (laughs) Can I end this with one name? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Roberto De Zerbi. Yeah. That's three names, but go on. (laughs) I mean, yeah. if, I mean, he won't get the job. Ball. He won't get the job because, wow. it, and I get wow. it. So it maybe great. it's a little early. But you talk about a team that wants to have the ball, mm. and you talk about a team that, that, that takes advantage of his attacking players. Mm. Brighton haven't got star players. Cool. Tony Welbeck scored got early. six this weekend. Yeah, um, I would love to see him take mm. over there. Talk about a change of flipping parrot, a, a what, what, shift what, what, in paradigm. Okay, so, everything. Well, listen, that, we're going off off thing, man. Yeah. It's a nice place, but why doesn't Daniel Levy do it then? Well, what stops Daniel Levy? Why aren't the people around Daniel Levy going, all right, Nanglesman, and all right, yes, Enrique, we've seen a guy come in our league who's, Pep's talked about him being one of the best at what he does. You know, he's potch-like and it's a project. We've seen him, him take Potter's role on and, 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 make it, and take it better. Why isn't Daniel Levy, why, is it, why wouldn't that happen? Well, 
I feel like he continues to think that a big name guy big is going to take him over that extra line. Problem. Big what, what, name, what, 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 exactly. Where's the when was the, the last hire that Daniel made? Pochettino and, and, and now your success. There you go. And then getting an up and coming new hungry guy mm-hmm. that's come from a smaller club. Yeah, with a project. With a project. I, I would love to see it. I would love to see it. But the longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For the world's greatest athletes. This is the showdown we've been waiting for. There is nothing like competing on the world's biggest stage. It's a world record again! Gold for the United States! Unbelievable! And when that stage is Paris, anything can happen. I have never seen anything like this! How about that? An Olympics unlike any other. What a performance! The Paris Olympics, this summer on NBC and streaming on Peacock. Good chat, my friend. Good, fr- yeah, good chat. Yeah. Let, let's go to Manchester United. You, you were watching this one closely. Manchester yeah. United won. Yeah. Aston Villa nil. Bruno. I mean, Bruno. You got to love him, haven't you? I, I, I mean, Eric Tenard loves him. him. Um, surgical boot one minute. Football boots the other. Gets a goal. Gets the win. Tight game. I think Villa were coming back into things. United didn't have the control, Rob. I think that's something that we've we've talked about and something that. Tenog's just going to have to work on. Yeah, you know what? It's like it's almost like every game we get to, and you're like, oh, this is kind of similar again. Mm. United. I, I, I'm really enjoying Eric Ten Hag's kind of project here. Yeah. If we can say project. I think going forward, again, I'm looking at the last game, like really good going forward, but defensively, you know, that, that old balance is a little bit off. Bruno Fernandes, for me, I, I get frustrated like everybody else when he goes on his rants, he yeah, throws yeah, his arms up yeah. in the air, and he, and he gets in the face of officials, and he's not brilliant leader captain type mm. but in terms of his ability stunning ability plays a little yeah. bit different role today a little bit further to the right hand side so it's yeah. playing in the number 10 um and Manchester United play some really good football going forward but they but again they ended up kind of hanging on a little bit um, yeah. that's a tough game mm. yeah and really. again right this now. is in that window stuff going on but mm. I did look at this mostly and I just impressed Manchester United particularly in the start the way they start the game yeah the fluidity the expansive nature of their football, getting in behind. I thought a lot of players made forward runs. And something for the, for the X's and O's and the, and the tactical geeks out there. We, we know that we've seen before, Rob, the fullback go yeah, tucking into midfield. Goes left side. He does it more with his left-sided player. He does it more with his left-sided right, player. But yeah. also, what we've seen um, in the Darlow. Premier League is, is Stones coming into midfield. Yeah. Trent, as pen as a six. So there's yeah. a holding midfield Two player sixes, alongside yeah. the next one. Yeah. Manchester United do it a little differently. Dallow holds a little bit, and, and Malassia from left-back, he kind of... 
they kind of go really forward on it, like inside or left forward. Like they go okay. a long, long yeah. way in there, yeah. which is higher a up bit the pitch, higher up the pitch. Yeah, and Ericsson, who's a holding player, holds. It allows in. It. Yeah. It's just it's just something mm. for, for 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 the geeks out there to take a look at how they do it because it's a little bit different. Um, and I'm going to give a little shout out to somebody, Rob, who did a, a brilliant bit of defending today, Victor Lindelof. Mm. Victor Lindelof. Oh, this header that he the header that he, he makes. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but that's a stunning bit of defending. Mm. But a, again, a player that's had a lot of stick at Manchester United, played alongside Harry Maguire for, yeah, for a yeah. long period of time, and got, you know, I, I think we see now that Luke Shaw is preferred. Yeah. Luke Shaw is preferred yeah. to Maguire. It's a bit of a worry. And the two of them, I think, do a really good job. Mm. And I don't know whether ever see um, Lissandro Martinez playing alongside Luke Shaw, but, you know, height for a centre back. I don't know whether it's a little it's, less important Yeah, I was just going to say, the, the game's not quite the same. We're not banging big balls in the yeah, box and you've got to win. The goalkeeper's not kicking the ball yeah, along. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, it's just a thought. Yeah. I just wanted to give a little shout out to, to Luke, a shout out to Luke Shaw and Victor Lindelof, um, particularly Lindelof, the way that they're playing. Um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a good victory against the side that I really like. Yeah. As well, you know, yeah. They had Aston a go, didn't they, second half? They had a go. They're good. Yeah, yeah. They're good. And the first half, Manchester United were dominant. And to be dominant against mm. uh, Villa, yeah. with the way that they, they outnumber in midfield a little bit, is, is good. So yeah, for sure. Another, you know, and they happen to be good. I mean, we didn't really focus, you know, the top four, the last game, Liverpool Spurs, they're getting, they're getting kept out yeah, of it, it by like Manchester it's, United. It's United. They want to get in there. Man United yeah. are going to have to have a little bit of a... Of a Liverpool of a are going to have to almost win out. And yeah, United and Man United are going to have to have a bit of a thing. And the, but, but the, and, I tell you... They, they can get and there's one thing for, for Man United and Ten Hag that it's the first game since Unai Emery's taken over that Villa haven't scored right. So clean sheet against yeah. a Villa team that are making chances and scoring goals yeah. is a little feather in the cap. So, yeah, yeah good work. Uh, by yeah, good, good win for United. Important good. win. Um, OK, my friend, let, let's take it to yeah. St. James's Park. Because, again, this was one that I, I was more keeping my eye on. I'm obviously looking across a couple of games. But it was um, yeah. an Eddie Howe team that... that um, Anthony Gordon got a start on the left-hand side, which was, was a bit of a change. Pretty much the usual runners and riders everywhere else. Dan Byrne had come into the team. I think Target played the last time. Mm. Um, and it was a game that probably didn't go to plan in that Spurs, uh, Southampton went 1-0 up to a short arm song. Bruno Guimaraes um, got caught on possession by Lavia. Turnover, transition. Southampton did well. 1-0 up at half-time. Good player, Lavia, by the way. Yeah. Romero Lavia. I think he's got one, one really, or two really looking, looking at him. Yeah. I think Chelsea weren't, wasn't it? Which, well, Chelsea would get everybody, but Chelsea, I think, had yeah. a little dip at him. But yeah, he's going to be a good player um, depending on how things go for Southampton. But, Robbie Musto, half-time, Eddie Howe makes oh. a big change. Anthony Gordon, off you pop, my friend. Um, hasn't quite worked for him yet. He hit outside of a post when he should have scored and he's still got a bit of work to do to, to cement a place in the team. But what does he do? So he brings on Callum Wilson, who's got a club high 13 Premier League goals at this point, and moves Isaac out to the left-hand side, Rob, mm. which we saw against Everton. Was he out there at that point? That's was where he playing he out, was there, playing that out there at that, that amazing, point? He was playing out there at that point. amazing, amazing dribbling run. dribbling yeah. run that led to the fourth goal. Today, he's out on the left-hand side, beats the full-back, puts a ball in for Callum Wilson to get the equalising goal, mm. and they score, Rob. And from that moment on, it was always about, are Newcastle going to go on and win this game? They did to an own goal from Theo Walcott. Callum Wilson gets his second then. It's um, eight goals in seven Premier League appearances now for Callum Wilson. To the point, Rob, where I'm, I'm, I'm going, um, great win for Newcastle again. Dyer for Southampton, we'll talk about them just briefly in a, in a minute. But are we, are we starting to get to the... Are we at a time when Isaac and Wilson maybe have to play in the same team? 
can, can we balance that up? We've got to get two forwards of, of that Eddie Howe quality. has gone to it multiple times now. Yeah, as, 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 as a get me out of trouble and kind of thing. And I don't know whether, whether, why... 15 that, goals. That's, that's really altering the balance of the team. The left-hand side? Well, the, just the, the artists and soldiers thing. You, know, well, you think so? You I think Isaac's less likely to help defensively oh, than, okay, than well, the press. maybe not uh, than Joe Ellington or than certainly not. He doesn't press. He, would, he wouldn't so, work as, as much as them. No, Sam Maximum maybe. Yeah, I, I, and I like I like Isaac as a centre forward. Mm. I don't know what the solution is. Yeah, here. yeah. For me, I would continue the same way. Yeah, I'm just looking as an outsider, seeing when those two are in the team, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking more of a fan than, than somebody looking at like. Should it should it be a, a continued thing off the bench? Correct. And the maybe, first go to win it if it's yeah. ever not going right, yeah. because every single time I feel like yeah, it's worked His out. Goals, and he's uh, yeah. is Isaac okay playing wide? You know, I, I don't know, but isn't it great they've got two cool. centre forwards that, that can score goals regularly in the Premier League. I, I think the other thing to, to, just to note with that, and I think it was, it was something I touched on when we were just talking about the warm-ups of the teams, there's interchangeable parts with Newcastle now, mate. There's Almiron that's come back in, in the picture. You know, there's Willock, there's Murphy, there's Longstaff, there's Joe Ellington, yeah, right. there's Bruno. There's, there's parts that can go in and, 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 and keep the And, and play, playing different bits. Different bits. Joe Ellington different, playing like correct, three positions. Three positions. And Willock can do Murphy can do two or three different positions. You know, we put Target in the other day and give Burn a rest, and Burn can play centre. Long, long staff that he loves. Can, yeah, can, 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 get can go. And try and get some goals I just too. think there's a little bit more to, to, to Newcastle than maybe we thought just the, the first 11. And with money to spend in the summer, Rob, they look like that it's going to be Champions League football. And you know what I did? You know, the old romantic. You know what I did? I, I, I went online and I thought, I remember Newcastle being in the Champions League. And it was in 97, 98, and I think 2000, 2003. They qualified twice. Separate times, yeah. And twice they played Barcelona. Did they? In the Champions League. St. James's Port, Barcelona. You you almost can imagine that, can't you? Yeah. And and and, And to that point of being a Champions League club going into the summer, they also just announced a new sponsorship deal, a shirt sponsorship deal that's £25 million a season. Wow. So this this all goes into financial yeah. fair play, where you want to spend more money on players and mm. wages. You need to You've got to take some income, revenue, some, revenue yeah. and some yeah. income, and that helps on the balance sheet. Mm. So you know, back to the Champions League, back to the revenues, they can. And I think I heard Eddie Eddie Howe say that bringing in players now, we're looking to make the first eleven better, which is hard to find yeah. ways to do that yeah. for reasonable fees. Mm. So it continue. I well, listen again. It was in that window. Yeah. Every time I looked at the Newcastle game, they're absolutely yeah. buzzing. They're, 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 they're insatiable. They're by insatiable. The way. They, they're they drive incessant. for goals. They... I, I love. I love Newcastle. And, and whenever, whenever it gets to a point where they don't, they're in a bad rut. I'm yeah. going to look back and think: Are they working as hard? Yeah. Yeah. Are they front yeah. foot enough? Are they attacking as much as they got everybody? I mean, <laughs> there's so much energy for Newcastle yeah. United right now. I guess the fans obviously are driving them forward, but yeah, it's, it's um, a great watch. Yeah. Just a quick word on Southampton, mate, because I think before the game, Anna asked us about it, and I sort of said, and I'm not always a lover of the thing, but it's coming must-win for Southampton, mm. go up to Newcastle and get something. They go 1-0 up, never really in control, setting off in the moment that Wilson scores, they're up against it. 24 points now, mate, 20, um, 20th in the table. They've played 34 games. It means they've got four, four games left, left which four is a maximum of 12, 12 points. 12 points to 36. Take for any 36 chance, they've got to win all of them. Anything. Any chance? We're going to win all of them. It, it, it feels done to me, feels mate. Done. It feels like one's gone. 
Mathematically not, and I know our stats guys have said, be careful what you say on air, because yeah. we can have these things. And I'm not saying there isn't a miracle coming, and I'm not saying I don't want a miracle, because nothing would give us more pleasure than see them fight. But they've got to win four games, Rob. Yeah. They haven't, they haven't, they've, they've, they've won six games all season. Others are going to win, too. Yeah. Others, others are going to win games. I think Leicester City are going to win, win a game or two soon to get out of it as well. So, yeah, I, I think it was a quite a definitive... Um, weekend Rob which actually does mm. just rolls us over to our next game quite nicely because yeah. you know w- at the end of the day today when the games are finished you know we, we're asked to sort of say well what's what's the main headlines today yeah. and I think we both agreed and you went to it first yeah. is that I think we've seen a couple of results today that that aren't mathematically definitive yeah but it feels like cool. definitive yeah. and the first one of those is Bournemouth yeah. Bournemouth f- four Leeds United one Bournemouth now uh, on 39 points. 39 points, mate. Which, 39 points. And they've won five out of the last seven, I believe. 39 points, mate. Yeah, they were four and six. They've won five out of the last seven. I mean, how about that? For you ain't four? going down with 39 points. You're not going down with 39 points. So, Based so, on what's happened. Uh, for, for me, it's congratulations time to that football Open club. a cold one. Click <laughs> one open. Glug one down. Gary O'Neill and his team... And I know it's not mathematical, and we'll wait for that in this yeah. couple weeks. But I'm saying you now, if I'm a Bournemouth player, you, you're pretty good. Mother, you're feeling I'm, I'm great. I'm phoning around a few of the boys yeah. tonight. And we're saying, we're saying, come on, get see the wife. See you, yeah, that's easy. We're going to have a nice dinner. All the, we've all worked the team lads are coming out. Because let, let's go back to the start of the season, and I'll speak for me first. They were in my teams, me too. three teams to go down. And I think majority of pundits who are honest yeah. will say the same thing. For them to... to Stay up, Rob, is, is, is akin to City winning the title. It's, it's at that level. It, for, for Gary O'Neill, a rookie coach, 39 years of age, who takes over from Scott Parker after a 9-0 loss to Liverpool, who has a run where he starts well as, as interim, gets given the job, has a run, I think seven games once he got the job, that they didn't get, get a victory, and it's all panic, and people like me are saying, well, you shouldn't have given him the job. Mm. And he's found a way, Rob, his management, his organisation... The way he's carried himself, yeah, and really, really, really mature. Ma- like, yeah, not got too up. Yeah, you know, the press have been trying to have a little, you know, poke him a little bit and see what he says. How many points do we need to stay up? It's not about points. Our performances will be good, and then if they perform, just he he's, I thought he's handled it perfectly. I, I did too. And, and when he first started coming on, I thought, well, he sounds like a mm. sensible, mature mm. guy. I, I, I'm gonna, I, <laughs> and sometimes like you don't know where to go with it. I don't know how they've done it. I don't know how they've done it. I don't. I don't know where the players. And this goes. I think the January window was was was, was, was important. Yeah, Awatra came off. Yeah, who started told, today. Yeah, Watcher, you know, yeah. I think they had. They did make some good signings. Yeah. Sinesi, Marcus Sinesi, defender they brought yeah. into the football club. Yeah. Tavernier from my old club. Uh, Middlesbrough's done a really good Dunkle, job. Scored some yeah. goals. Dominic Solanke doesn't get much credit, I think, because his yeah. numbers aren't Fil- amazing. Fil- but yeah. I, I did read something saying you should watch him play because he mm. does a lot of good work and he did yeah. a lot of good work in this game. But in terms of star players and, and Premier yeah, it's, League it's, quality, it's not based on I that. Can't tell. It's Philip, not based on that. No, it's more than that. Yeah. It's more than that. And they've done it. So it, it just shows you whatever scenario you think. And if we say things like they ain't got enough Premier League players, yeah, yeah. That's, there's, that's, there's a that's way. Wrong. Yeah, that's, and that, there's a and way. That's not right. There's a way. And I'm, I'm going to go right there, Mike, mate, and go oh, yeah. to my underappreciated oh, performer of the week. Now I'm not sure. It might be a first for the two Robbies. I'm oh, going to give no. it to an owner. Bill Foley, my friend. And, and you know as soon as I say Bill Foley, you'll think of December, an interview that he did, very public, went out on all the media outlets in the UK, where he came out with the eternal words, I guarantee we will be I, a I Premier, Premier League team next season. I guarantee. I know, I know. And, and we went... Oh. 
And they were at that point, Bill. they were like, yeah. they were yeah. right down there. And, and we, we were like, Bill, this is Premier League. You, you don't make those like kind that. of guarantees because you, you're not sure. Mm. Well, Mr. Foley, I apologise. Yeah, Mr. I apologize, Foley, yeah. you were right. Yeah. Mr. Foley, Bournemouth have maybe not expe- exceeded your expectations. Certainly, have done with with mine. And in Great decision to go with Gary O'Neill and stick with him yeah, and not good, be good swayed because other people, have, have, oh, you know, is it time? Should we make another yeah, change? Like, like we've seen Southampton, you know, Nathan Jones and the, the Sellers. Um, great win. Really, uh, owner of the, I think it's the Golden Knights, the um, okay. NHL team, right. and people Vegas, who know him in the Vegas Knights. Yeah, people who know him in um, in the sports industry say he runs a very good franchise and he will make Bournemouth successful. So if they do stay up, and it looks like all intensities now they will, they could be a very interesting watch over the next few years. They may look at Brentford and Brighton as their kind of, that's where we, we need to get to. He wants to improve the stadium, enlarge the stadium, get better players in the football club. I don't think we'd be talking about Bill Foley as an underappreciated Bill Foley, performer. Underappreciated well, well, done, well done, Bill. Well done, Bill. Out of left field. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. If he's a super smart guy mm. and he's got the Midas touch and he can keep this going, then, then fair play. He, he did put his hand in his pocket in yeah, January. Yeah. Some quite good amounts of money that was spent, which yeah. really helped the team. So, no, good bit of love for Bournemouth. Deserve it right now. Absolutely. And the two Robbies are basically saying, listen, they're good. Yeah. They're going to stay at the yeah. B-in division next year, which is, which is some Incredible. achievement. Well done. Leeds United, Rob. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Um, worry. Alarm bells for me, my Streaming. friend. Streaming. I've, been saying, I've, been, I've been saying for a while, and I keep saying, and it maybe sounds repetitive, they, ca- they have no control of football games, Rob. The, the, the will of the opposition, and if the opposition are good enough, as Bournemouth were today, they lose matches. We've talked about the back four, and I'm not going to keep going on. The back four, individually yeah. and collectively, individually. is not good enough. Yeah. The goalkeeper is starting to have a, a, a few issues, I, I think because of what he's playing in front of and what's coming at him. Melier's not in a good moment when you need him at this stage of the season, I've got to be honest. Do you think that Jesse March would have had a better chance? I feel like the team I mean, it's, it's had easy. more spirit. I feel mm. they were playing better. I thought at the time that it was, a, it was a very big call to get rid of him and bring somebody else in. And the theory would have been, let's get, we're still conceding so got, many he goals. He got a little reaction, he's didn't, he? Didn't, more he, goals. didn't he? Get, I think he won two of three early on, didn't early he? On. And people were saying, oh, he's bringing a bit of order to the chaos yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think we probably so said we, that So we, we well, did go but, down that route, but... I mean, it's easy after the event to say Jesse Marsh. My, my point with this, and I think I, I said to you after, is it almost feels, Rob, that it's still a Bielsa team. That it's still based on really what Bielsa did. And so everybody's trying to tweak that, but basically the players know how to play the Bielsa style. Should they it's not been just... knocked out of them for the last... Hasn't it? It's yeah. Been, it's yeah. been like, oh, that's not the way that's to go. Man-to-man yeah. man, tracking a runners. And they're no good... By the way, they're no good at the other way. We've seen the other way. They, they're conceding goals for fun. They, don't, they haven't just lost today 1-0 or 2-1. They're smashed. They're getting smashed for... And that hurts you even more. I, I just... One last thing on it, Rob. Again, look at, let's look at some numbers here. Yeah. Conceded... Where are they? 67, yeah. right? And, and Bournemouth <laughs> are 64. Mm. But Bournemouth did something about it. Yeah, they got smashed yeah. nine, didn't they? Remember Scott, nine Park? Scott Parker yeah. saying, like, we're not, good we're not equipped is, yeah, for the... For the yeah. Wow. So they, they addressed it through mm. the manager, through, for, through signings. Yeah. Leeds United haven't addressed the biggest problem all along. That they Robin Cock back there or Pascal Strack back there or Liam Cooper, who's a club legend, I get well, that. Verber even. Well, he's been, be- he's been a bit on. better, but uh, I don't know why he didn't start today. Yeah. But that's, you know, I, love, I really like watching some of it. And, and um, yeah. Nyonto and, and Jack Harrison... 
Yeah, some yeah. of the and, and Aronson's been out the side a little bit, but they're, they're good going forward. Adams has been a bit of a miss, massive miss, bit of a miss, mate. Just massive something miss. in front of the thing, a little bit of fire massive in front of that miss. back four and getting around the football pitch. Uh, you know what I feel about him. I I think mm. he's a, a yeah, wonderful yeah. player. I think he's a top. I think he's a top four player. And I don't know. We'll see what, what Leeds do. Thirty points right now. Banging trouble. Confidence, yeah. belief, probably rock bottom. Where are they next week, my friend? Leeds are. Oh dear, the way at Manchester City. Oh dear. Erlen Haaland, how many do you want to... Well, you hasn't he got links, hasn't he? Didn't his dad used to play for oh, Leeds? Well, might so you take so it so easy. He's not going to score then. He's he's not not score, you might take it easy. You better hope that. No, blimey. All right, Let's sorry, go to Brighton. Sorry, let's go to your Deserby ball. Is that what we're going... Okay, Deserby. Let's, let's go to Deserby ball first, then we'll, we'll go back <laughs> to, to, to Arton Forest. Let's go to Deserby ball. 6-0 yeah. against yeah. Wolves. The Wolves team that we've talked about, the organisation, Lopetegui's done a good job. I mean... Incredible. Yeah, and Deserby said afterwards, that's the best coach game he's ever coached, I think. I think he chucked in a massive statement about the best game I ever coached against a well-organised, with an experienced coach. Is that because he got Danny Welbeck two goals? (laughs) Got a brace. I know. Um, It is. I I really like this story at this club. Um, I spent a little bit of time with the chief executive. I've probably told everybody a million times. I found that fascinating about how they do things. Um, They know who's going to be next in for certain spots within the football club. Deserby was on their list. A little bit fortunate. The Shakhtar, it was Shakhtar yeah, Donetsk, yeah, the, the Ukraine yeah, team. That's yeah. obviously with the situation mm. there with the conflict. He was out. Look at you know, I wow. guess available. Wow. Um, so what a pickup that. But is. They, they, it was always on his. I think they tried to get him or were interested in him before. And it's it's remarkable. Yeah, and again, every every team's got their way of doing things. We talk about artists and soldiers. They they are they've got a lot of artists. Yeah. And their fullbacks can be Pascal Gross and it can be Solly Marsh or people that absolutely play like wingbacks. So they're like, they're like wingbacks with just two defenders and, and they're comfortable on the ball. They recruit players that are comfortable on the ball starting from the pocket. Well, that is a good example of Louis Dunk would be one. I mean, what's she turned him into? When you talk about Eric well, Dyer, you, you can change people. Louis Dunk has turned into <laughs> one of the best passing mid, uh, centre-backs in the, in the Premier League. Now, Louis Dunk was he's a good a bat, player. He's a better natural defender than Eric Dyer. Yeah, his best, instincts, best his instincts are better. Defender. Yeah, and, and he's and he's, a, he's a better pa- passer than yeah. that. His yeah. numbers are incredible. Yeah, if you can do that, if you can if you can get tune out the ones that are already there, um, but obviously the star of this football club is Tony Bloom, and their supercomputer mm. of recruitment yeah. and, and data and all that kind of stuff, and it throws up my underappreciated. Now, as you know, sometimes on our underappreciated. I think I've given quite a few, but I like to give a one to watch. Yeah, because I, yeah. I think we had a tweet can, yeah, one day like saying, like, yeah. give, us, give us a young, emerging talent. Mm. I'm going to give you one right now. Where is he? His name is Julio Inciso, Paraguayan, yeah. 19 years of age. Uh, I think he's got, he's got, he got two assists today. Two assists at the weekend. Watch yeah. him play. Yeah, yeah. Silky, confident on the ball, can play as a number 10. He's an attacking midfield player. So typical of the sort of players that Brighton go for with their mm. recruitment. Paraguay. Ecuador, yeah, yeah, good, you know, they, they go to different something. Chile, different countries where the mm. big boys don't recruit. He, he, like, I mean, Paul Barber told me himself, like, we can't compete with yeah. them, so we'll go to different areas. And, I mean, underappreciated, probably a little bit early for that, but certainly one to watch. Yeah. And whenever you see Brighton play, and Bonanotte, there's Bonanotte, another kid called Bonanotte, there's another yeah, one yeah. that, that uh, they think is really special as well. Yeah. But Julio Enciso... Good I've shot. just watched in the last couple of games. Yeah, I saw him a little bit today. Like last a proper player, he can play, he? He can yeah, really play player. silky, final mm. ball in. He got that creative pass in him as well. So I just wanted to give uh, in CISO a shout for people just to keep an eye on.
Yeah, good shot. Great day for Brighton, not for Wolves. Let's go back one because I know this one was a game. Brentford 2, Nottingham Forest 1. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We both watched this game, Rob. We were watching it at the same time. We were both impressed with Nolly, uh, with. Nottingham Forest set up, what Steve Cooper had done to his team, and how he'd been made it difficult oh, for yeah. Brentford to, to, to attack. Through the centre, yeah. Really strong through the central areas, allowing them a little bit of space in wide. Did a brilliant job for 80 minutes, got themselves 1-0 one, one, one up mm. uh, in the game. And you think... Danilo, Danilo gets... Danilo with a... Deflected to him. Deflected to a nice finish. Mm. And we're, we're, we're 82 minutes on the clock, Rob. Nottingham Forest in great position, and then um, it was Coyote had come on as a substitute, gave away a bit of a cheap foul on the edge of the box, which is one of them, as it, before anything happens, I've sort of said, don't want to be doing them silly challenges. You said the same thing, like, who's that? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's make sure we show that, because yeah. that's, a, that's a dangerous, that's a, that's a dangerous play to make a foul. And then not only does he give the foul away, but he's involved, Rob, in, I think, inexcusable. I did too actions that he does he's, he's the last man in the wall for, for our viewers who are, maybe you've seen it he's the last man in the wall when you put your wall up it's the side of the goal that the goalkeeper's saying okay I'm going to stand the opposite side the wall is going to defend one side of the goal yeah. now to beat the, the, you've got to go around the wall or over the yeah, wall to see score quite a bit. which we it's see it's hard to do yeah and that's where the goalkeeper thinks well if they're going to come over and I'll get across get and I've got time to get across the one cardinal sin for a wall yeah. is what we call for a wall to break, for there be gaps in the wall. Yeah. Everybody else stood together. Uh, Coyote somehow jumps up, turns his back, jumps away from his teammate. Ivan Tony doesn't hit the, the ball that well, hits it through the wall. Navas can't get back. Forrest um, lose the lead. Brentford get back into the game, and from that moment on, the game changed. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you right now what he should have done. <laughs> Because what, what he did, I don't know if he can get the camera going to get me if I, if I stand up. Well, all, all our gonna get me? podcast right, right. listeners who, who are not right. watching. So, so what he did is he, he turned and jumped and turns away and creates a space here yeah. right inside him. Yeah. What, what we were always told to do is that face, you, yeah. you know, you're naturally going yeah. to stand like that. You stand on your tiptoes and you, get, and you, make and yourself you big. put your chin down. So make if the ball's coming at your face, you can, you can head the ball, you can turn it, it there. The thing I would say on it's that, Rob, gonna... it wasn't a it wasn't that hard hit, and b it wasn't it wasn't one of those where there's some that you think, oh, that's really going. It didn't catch it that particularly well, uh, Ivan Tony. He, he, he turned away, jumped, jumped. Well, he just he didn't do his job as a professional. Yeah, he didn't do his job. Yeah, and that, and then from there on, from that on, it, it, the, the moment changed. went away. Brentford, yeah. who hadn't particularly played that well, you know, had thrown lots of forwards on. I think he had about six or seven of his forward players on the pitch at that time. Fairness to Thomas Frank, he, he had a go. Mm. 
And though they end up getting the second goal, there was something interesting in the substitutes, Rob, wasn't there? That also hindered Nottingham Forest. Remember, they made oh, the, yeah. the substitutes in the three windows in the second half. He made yeah. three substitutes in the three windows. When Danilo got a, a, an injury, hamstring yeah. injury... You can't make a sub because you, can't you make stopped a the sub. game three times yeah. to make substitutions. So, again, that went against. That's just bad luck. You can't say, oh, you know, we should, could plan that. Yeah. With, with a few minutes on the clock, that's just bad luck again. One last thing, Rob, that, that I did hear on, on UK radio reacting to this game that I kind of disagreed with. I wanted to ask you about it. My, our main takeaway was, was yeah. Kuyate, who's, yeah. who's been a really good pro, by the yeah. way, for a long period yeah. of time. He was really good at, at um, mm. Crystal Palace, wasn't it? Um, and we, we directed our frustration at him. Yeah. But a lot of people are calling out the goalkeeper, Kayla Navas. Thought he should have done better. I mean, it goes, I it goes through an the wall. Yeah, there's an element the of surprise that, that catches Navas because he doesn't know where it's coming. Then he sees it through the wall. I think because he got there and then it kind of hit the post and almost went back off him. I heard that, but I, I personally... You know what? If Kayate does his job, Navas doesn't even right. have to make the save. And then, and then the winning goal. Yeah. It gets done at the near post, possibly a little bit. You know, it goes by somebody uh, who might think was offside. Yeah, it sneaks yeah, in a little bit. It, yeah. I mean, he made some. He made, he some made a brilliant save before save. there. He, yeah. he, he, he went to his right, the other direction. Yeah. Other direction. But I mean, I mean, different people. I think goal goalkeepers get a bit of a tough rap sometimes when it goes in. Oh, he's been his near post. Oh, he's this. I mean, at the end of the day. Goalkeepers, goalkeepers, they can't get to everything. And it'd be good to get Tim's view on the, the Navas situation. It's but I just thought, Kuyate for me, Robert, if he's in my dressing room, I'm saying to him, you do your job. Yeah. You we, keep, we, we, we were 1-0. We probably, we probably get the three points there. Yeah, yeah. I just think, um, just finally on this, Rob, uh, just generally, like, we've mm. had a good look at the relegation yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. I feel mm. that watching Nottingham Forest yeah. over the last yeah. three games... Listen, they haven't got a ton of points, no, but I 30, feel like there's something there. Yeah, I feel I like absolutely agree. I, I, the only I, thing I would add, I'd question that Rob now is the weekend is 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 a, a gut wrencher. The weekend feels think, like think, three think, gone. Do you I think? Do you think that think can, can affect? Go again. I worry about him scoring. Yeah. A1, yeah. I don't know whether he's the answer. Yeah, yeah. I he's got Dennis Hanley around. I don't know why he's not in and whether he can go Brennan Johnson, whether yeah. up there and Gibbs White. But at least defensively, they look, look like organised. The hammered all the teams for being defensively yeah. poor. Weak. Yeah, they got control. They, and they, they look against like... Liverpool, they won, they, they won in, in the week against Brighton and, and, and this weekend against um, Brentford. They, almost, they were almost, almost in the game. And, and, and I think Steve Cooper's... A, a, a man with a plan. Yeah, I do too. And, and you're right. If, if those teams down there, I kind of feel like Forrest have got something. Yeah. Last game, Rob. Mm. Um, it was the first game this weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, Saturday. yeah. Crystal Palace, 4-3 uh, <laughs> against West Ham United. Yeah. That's some games, haven't Gosh, they, I, It's hard yeah. to think back what happened about it. My, my, main, my main thought here was this penalty. This penalty on Nassif... Oh, Aguirre on Eze. It was Eze. It was a winning goal, wasn't it? One, two. It, was a winning, it was a winning goal, wasn't it? It was a penalty, yeah. It's a penalty. 4-2. Made it 4-2 made it right. so, at the time. Again, I feel very strongly that that should not have yeah. been... A, yeah, two, it's, and that's yeah. the second bad decision it's for West Ham. for West Ham with the handball from Thiago and then the, Aguirre just again, hand on Eze. He gets by him. Yeah. Eze is going down because he yeah. thinks the sweeping it, foot. It looks is like there's a foot contact, doesn't it? But I'm thinking his foot, he must have right. caught his foot. And, and then we, we looked. We saw it. There's no contact whatsoever. So it was given on a, a kind of a reached. And, yeah. and players kind of reach and. and yeah, but there's contact. contact. I mean, it's just the way he And he doesn't defend. grab, really. I don't no, see a grab of the shirt. He doesn't pull the shirt, shirt back. 
It's like he holds his and then he gets his hand away because he realises Eze's already falling. And, and where I, I wouldn't, where I wouldn't um, criticise the referee on that, Rob, because when it happened real time, I thought penalties clipped him. So I'm, I'm saying, okay, I've got VAR. The VAR would see it. They might just say to the referee, "Come over and have a look," because there hasn't been a clip. It's, it's this arm contact. Now we can decide, and if he decides well, it's a penalty or, or not, yeah. at least he sees it, makes a decision. But the VAR's got to say, "Yeah, I think you've made a, made clear, a clear and obvious, obvious error. error." And I think that that for me that, that was like that's that was wrong. a clear and obvious error. That's a, that's Correct. a communication. Uh, who is it? I got it here. Craig Porson, and it was Jared Gillett in the uh, in the VAR. VAR the, the, uh, I, I thought it was video a terrible, referee. I it was a poor decision. I did, and so Craig Porson, go and have a look at that yeah. because. Yeah. Uh, so what we did, and we sometimes have the ability to do this, we can mm. contact the PJMOL, yeah. the head of referees in the UK, and we just ask a question like, "Was that given for?" And, yeah. and and we got a response back saying it was a shirt pull, and that's why it was given. Yeah, it wasn't a clear and obvious error. Yeah, it wasn't a clear and obvious. I think that's that's such a harsh yeah. penalty in terms I'm, of a shirt. I mean, pull. That, that's a bit of an out for PJMOL because they can wrap it up, and yeah. and, and that you know, listen, the arm did go across, and went across, yeah. it, it, it's not clear no and obvious area. It doesn't take away from two things for me, Rob. Mm. The Crystal Palace team that are flowing. Different, yeah. Different, good, Eze, good. Yeah. Elise, good. Zaha, Zaha back in the team, four games out with groin, gets a goal. Scores, yeah. Threats going forward, Rob. More, more penetrative passing and running, are you, and, and goals. Um, to the point where the question's been asked, and I think we sort of had a little debate, should Roy just hang in there, grab another year and, and, and move this thing on and give Palace time not to rush to make a decision. If the right man isn't ready, if the right guy, if their target isn't there, yeah. might I just say to Roy, yeah, 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 give yeah. us 12 it's months, Roy. Give, give, us a, give us a bit of time. To... Up because there are going to be some Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, you know, yeah, Graham Potter. yeah. There's going to be a few around. Some, but but you're, you're absolutely right. And I can't believe I'm saying it. I can't believe <laughs> that I think that's 76 a good 76-year-old. Yeah, but, but I am going to say it because, mm. and I'll tell you for why, when we saw Roy Hodgson before Crystal Palace, that squad was aging. Yeah, yeah. It was always going to get turned over. And the football was, wasn't progressive, was it? But, but because, the, of the, of you could argue, the yeah. players, he had one star player in Wilf Zaha. Yeah, he had Milivojevic, didn't he? He had Benteke, he had, you know. Yeah, he, he had McCarthy, McCarthy, in midfield yeah. or whatever. It, but, but, and since, of course, they changed mm, the manager. Yeah. And they changed the team. Yeah, it's been some so decent recruitment. What, what I would say is now Roy Hodgson's coaching a club and a team that's very different. Yeah. And the squad's very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, Lise, Eze. Yeah, maybe. You know I mean? he, he's mm. a, he, can, yeah. he can do better things mm. with a better squad. And I wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing I it. I remember seeing Roy with that Fulham team taking them to, was it Europa League? Europa yeah, yeah, Cup. With you know the, what I mean? With a decent team. With de- yeah. Um, yeah, he had a good team. Yeah. Had a good team. Well, Danny think, Murphy and all those players. Given this squad, I, and, and like you said there, when you think of a, we all often think of four-two-three-one, and it yeah, kind of is. Eze, yeah. Elise, mm. Zahar in behind the striker. Love to see him. I mean, Andre. Uh, Andre, are you? Yeah, Jordan. Uh, Jordan, are you? Are you? He yeah. did score in this game. Yeah, he did score. Look, really good goal so, actually. But I would love to see. Get go striker. find somebody. Go, go and find somebody. Striker. That's yeah. what I'm saying. A striker could make all the difference yeah. to that team. Centre back. The new centre backs there, Gay and, and, and yeah. Joachim Anderson. Um, Quickly on West Ham, Rob, because the penalty I thought overshadowed a little bit. I thought it was a poor West Ham performance. Yeah, I thought they did well against Liverpool midweek and a little unlucky maybe to lose. Three of the goals came from set pieces, which I'm taking nothing away. You have to work at, and they got the goals at Suchek and, and um, Antonio, and then uh, Aguirre gets one later on. I thought this was a day for the West Ham fans who sort of say with David Moyes, you know, it's good, but... It is. Look what it is. The football's not great. 
even when we win, Rob, even when you win sometimes, it's not fulfilling wins. It was a day for those who've got criticisms, yeah. I think, to come to, to come to the fore. Yeah, yeah. And, and we've and we've disagreed a little. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, you know what? If he wins the, you know, yeah. the European competition and, and he yeah. pulls out of it, you kind of grant him a, a dis- mm. disappointing season. Mm. But you're absolutely right. It wasn't very good. I wonder if the team think that they're okay now. Yeah, because yeah. The, they've the, got the 34. There's a little mm. gap, four-point gap there. Yeah. They're in the semi-final of the European competition. It wasn't a fired-up. West Ham performance at all. Palace looked a lot better than, than West Ham. They did look a lot better. Didn't they? Yeah. The football looked a football lot better. better. Yeah. More skillful, more entertaining. Pack of tires are... Yeah, talent, talent isn't But you, you've made a really good point, and I, I hope you don't mind me saying it on air, that Pack of tires are the sort of player who would probably enjoy working with a, a different coach than David Moyes. A coach that wants the ball, yeah. that can get him on and play. He's a proper footballer, isn't he? He, he can make things happen, yeah. and he's not being utilised... You're not getting the strength, all the strengths out of him. Well, there's, there's Ben Rama, there's yeah. Cornell, yeah. there's Lanzini that hasn't played much. There, there's some mm. talent in there. But listen, we've been there before. Yeah, we've yeah, yeah. He does his job. And Pellegrini came I just in. think it's an interesting debate, and I think it's an interesting time for West Ham in the summer to take stock and decide what's, what, what's next for us. Yeah. Is it survival again? Is it like if we have to dig it out with more? To, to try and or, progress the, yeah. the style. Are, are we thinking else? about progressing the football club yeah. in the style? Listen, mate. Oh. What a weekend. It was, I'm calling it a top weekend because it's a day where Manchester City moved back top of the table. Yeah. Liverpool came out on top of a seven-game thriller. Bournemouth, Bournemouth top stop, they look like they're staying up, even though I start to guys say, don't say that yet. I'm afraid for Southampton, they look almost down, my friend. We'll be back on Thursday, that's May the 4th, where we'll review the midweek matches. Looking forward to Man City against West Ham, Liverpool hosting Fulham, and then Brighton have Manchester United the Amex on Thursday. It looks a really good game. But for now, I'm Earl Hughes Musty, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. It's a good night from me. That's a good night from him. Good, good night. night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.